I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. I'm Jay Day and the Day home team of real estate teams with our weekly real estate podcast. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends all about it. So, Jay, I went down. I went to uh, Louisville three weeks ago, saw some friends and family, and uh, my uh, my niece and her husband, Scotty and Beatty, they had just bought a home. Okay. They had bought a home a couple of years ago, but they are into the real estate market down there, and it's exactly like it was here. There was low inventory. Homes were going really, really high. Everybody was trying to sell their home because they were getting more money than they ever thought possible. Yeah. With this thing, with it working so easy, were people calling the pros or were they just getting their buddies or, you know, this is going to be so easy. I'll sell this without an agent. Well, and it's funny you said that because yes, 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 No, come on. It was, uh, you got to be a pro to sell a home. You can't just jump in. So we, and we had a couple stories a couple months ago, but we're seeing an increase in our calls. Um, but we did have a lot of people that would say, you know, I'm going to do it for sale by owner or this person's, you know, only charges X instead of Y. Um, I don't, and, or we'd have sellers say, well, I don't need staging. I don't need professional photos. Just put my house on the market. It'll sell itself. The market's too hot. I don't even need to wait for any of these things. And then we've, you know, the interesting thing is we have been receiving quite a few calls over the last probably week and a half, two weeks that people or sellers are calling and saying, I've been on the market for 30 days with my agent. I made a mistake. I wanted to call you. I wanted to call somebody else. Um, and I ended up hiring my friend from church or you know, my wife's friend just got licensed and we were trying to help her out because she's been out of work. You know, people trying to help people. Well, at, at another and, time, a month on the market wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But people, were they getting spoiled by maybe all of our stories that we uh, do of those homes selling so quickly? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean, the market did so candidly. If you weren't paying attention to the stats and your agent didn't know what was going on, and you weren't up in front and honest with people, or you just, or like I said, I think it's just people didn't know. Like things were going like absolutely insane. And then all of a sudden, it slowed down a little bit. Like the increase in pricing slowed down. Pricing is still good, but you could, I mean, there was a time where you could look and say, well, I don't think the house is going to appraise, but, you know, we can try it because somebody's probably going to be willing to pay that amount of money because there's nothing available. And people were pressed to get their houses. Um, So we did have a lot of chaos. And then all of a sudden, and again, this is all in little pockets. So there's still parts of Frederick County where things are moving super fast. Like stuff we list in Linganore, everything, that one, that neighborhood over there, things go in less than a week and we have a handful plus more offers. That's just still that. There's still a limited inventory there. But, you know, as you go further out, and I mean, we've actually been getting calls from people in Middletown, in Myersville, uh, in Frederick itself, in Washington County, you know, all over saying, you know, I, I just, I think I, I think I waited too long and I think I made a mistake and maybe hired the wrong person. So one of the things that I actually tried to pull up and I thought was pretty interesting for those that listen to the podcast to hear. Um, so the National Association of Realtors put out some numbers recently and normally I wouldn't, I mean, what people make is is what it is. But I think it's important as we look at it when it ties to um, marketing. So realistically, and these are stats that came from the National Association of Realtors. Um, and I might, I might as well just give it all to you because it's quite interesting. So the typical realtor is a 50, 54-year-old white female who attended college and is a homeowner. 
you know, so the majority of realtors, you know, are are women, and you know they're saying the average age is 54. Um, 66% of all realtors are female, and the median age of all realtors is 52. All right. Uh, real estate experience of all realtors, the median age, well, the median median experience for all real estate agents when they put them all together is eight years. Okay, so that's looking at the people that have been doing it forever. You look at the others. The median is eight years. Most realtors worked about 35 hours a week in 2020. Um, the median gross income of realtors was forty-three thousand uh, three hundred and thirty dollars in 2020. Now, that number is extremely low when you think about you know people think you're going to get into real estate and get rich. The interesting thing that really shocked me is the median uh, you know that median gross income, and that's before taxes, was forty-three three thirty in 2020. It decreased from 2019 from 49,700 to 43,000. And everyone was thinking this real estate market has gotten better, like agents should be making more money. There was a decrease in income from agents from the year before to the COVID years. I have no idea the question to ask. Why would that be, Jay? Well, and I mean, <laughs> because I, I would have thought. That you guys were just rolling in the dough selling these homes. Well, I, I think one is um, sellers wanted things to be, you know, cheaper, so they didn't want to pay certain amounts of commission. So agents would just do it for less money um, because maybe they would cut some of their marketing, or maybe they didn't even do any marketing. Uh, you know, there's been all types of adjustments. So in the grand scheme of things, they lost money. And where this number comes in handy, or we're going to talk about shortly, so just keep that in the back of your mind. Um, 43,000 before taxes. Um, the median number of transactions. So the average agent uh, or the median number for agents was to sell 10 homes in 2020. So that's and, and the median for all agents across the entire United States was only 10 homes. So my question, or not my question, that sort of it is, when you're looking at who you hire, and we've talked about this in different perspectives, but I thought bringing this into light would be a little more helpful. If you have an agent who has been, let's say they hit this number, they've been, they have eight years of experience, and they're selling about 10 homes a year. They've sold 80 homes in eight years, right? And that could be buy and sell. It doesn't matter which side it is, but they've worked with, they've had that many transactions. In 2020, I pulled our stats. We had um, we assisted 320 clients. 320 clients buying or selling 320 different contact contracts and situations. Yeah, that closed. That closed. <laughs> that doesn't count what was active, what was under contract. That counts what actually went to the settlement table, where ownership went from one person to another. So we had 320 people. That you don't we, have, are, you, are you trying to convince me to call you? No. <laughs> I know. I know. These uh, these are amazing numbers. Why would you call any, why, anybody else? And I'm not talking about because you're my friend. I'm talking about because you would want the most experienced people. Yeah, and, and that's So that hits the experience. And then the other part that I really want to get into is, and again, not that I'm trying to put out there what people make and don't make, but okay, let's say you've got 10 houses. There, your person has a, a gross income. Again, this is before any you know any taxes, any of their own personal expenses. 
They've got 10 houses to sell, and they have $43,000 in gross income. So let's look at, they have a mortgage payment, right? So they got, we got to take the mortgage payment off of that. Then they have health insurance. They've got to take the health insurance off of that. They've got taxes. You've got to take the taxes off of that. How much money is left for them to spend to market your home to get it sold? There's not a. Do you think they're going to say I'm going to spend more money marketing your home and put their mortgage at risk or put their taxes at risk or not buy groceries or any of those other things? Drop their health insurance. Yeah. So when you look at it, if there's about ten properties that they have to sell and all they have to work with is forty three thousand dollars, and again that's before taxes and before any of their other things, and there's expenses and dues being a realtor as well. Do you think that they have the funds to do the marketing that's needed? And this is a conversation I've been having with uh, customers before they become clients on a regular. They'll call me and be like, "Oh, I'm just so upset with my agent. They're not marketing my home." And and I say, "Well, you know, you just said that this person's only been licensed for a year and a half, two years. It's sort of how did you not realize if they've only ever sold? And some of these people only sold five homes, so." You're going to pay them, but they have to pay all of these other things. How much money did you really think they were actually going to use of that for marketing your house? There and and I tell people, you know, yeah, if your agent's only sold seven houses, they definitely aren't going to market it the way that we are. They don't have the money to do it. It's a, I mean, it's pretty point blank. If that's all you have, if I made that amount of money, you know what? And that's why I laid out. I'm like, I'm paying my mortgage. Um, I'm paying my health insurance. I'm paying for groceries. I'm paying for gas, electric. Um, in today's world, I mean, this is 2020 numbers. They had to pay for internet because their kids were getting schooled at home if they sure, had kids. Absolutely, and they were working from home. Yeah. So you look at all that, and and again, the reason I wanted to put that in perspective is I think what happens is sellers look and say, "Oh my God, they're making all of this money." And then I I used to tell people when I would go to appointments, "Okay, so here." You know, let's just say I had three dollar bills. Okay, the broker is going to take one of those. All right, we've got that. We have expenses. We have our bills. We have so realistically, when you start digging into it, how much is left for them for the agent to keep? And then, then when you put into the whole equation of taxes and and all of that, who's who are they going to? If they're going to have to skimp on anything, what are they going to skimp on? Not their family. Yeah, exactly. Marketing at home. Yeah, and as we're seeing the market start to shift and turn into this little bit of a different situation where homes are taking 30 days or sometimes or more, um, there are you know more homes that are available, and people do all their searching. Well, I can't say all, but a huge amount of people start everything online. If you don't have the presence you need, if you don't have the beautiful photos, if you don't have any photos, people are like, wow, how does this house not have any photos? There must be something wrong with it. That's typically what people think. They don't think, wow, that home's beautiful, but the people thought that the house would sell itself, and why would they waste money on photos or waste time? Your videos are amazing for any home, even small homes, big big homes. Your videos are amazing. Yeah, and to me, and that's the big thing. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking about selling your home, before you think about, let me try and find who can do this the cheapest, because I'm telling you, we have had people that have been listed with other people. They were less money. They had the home listed for a certain amount, and we've been able to sell it for that amount of money at times, sometimes more. 
it's the exposure and it does matter. And I can candidly say, you know, maybe eight months ago, it was crazy and, and almost everything was selling. Um, it, it really was. You didn't need the experience to get people to buy your house. You needed the experience to get to the closing table. Um, now, you want to be the, the best-looking person at the beauty pageant. Um, you want to look as good as you can. And even during COVID, and you saw it, we did video and real video, not some pictures stapled together. Um, we did you know, HD professional photography. We still had staging done. We did not skimp on our marketing at all. And guess what? We didn't need to because we still sold a lot of houses. If my income and I was a normal agent went from almost 50000 to 43000 I am going to have to get rid of things because I can't afford it. So, you know, just really think about that before you jump out there and say, I'm going to give this person a shot. Everybody needs a shot, but do they need a shot with the biggest investment that you've made that could impact how much money you're going to make? What what you're going to have to be able to help provide for your family because they would always pick their family over a stranger. I mean, that's just, you said it earlier. Sure, absolutely. You know, okay, I can pay my mortgage or I can pay to get this home photographed and get marketing stuff done and pay to advertise it online. Hmm, what am I going to pick? Or am, am I going to pay my electric bill? I'm going to pay my electric bill. So that does matter. And there are a lot of people that have gotten into the industry uh, because they thought it was quick, easy money. And it's not this this uh, real estate, you know, world is a constant grind, um, constantly watching what's going on in the market, making the moves before the market does, so that you're positioning your clients in the best light possible. Um, so if you're thinking about anything, if you're listed, um, I'm not trying to solicit you at all. Um, if you're not listed, you know, and you're thinking about selling. Just just make the phone call to us before you actually just go out there and and realize, you know, same I want to put another thing out there too. Sometimes, you know, in the world we're in now, people want things immediate gratification. We try to respond super quick. So we always respond to our clients same day and we try and do it very, very quickly. If you reach out to us at seven o'clock at night, we may not get to you until the next day. The person that reaches out to you at seven oh two may just not have any business and may be able to get back to you quicker because they're sitting there waiting for something. And again, we do try to respond as quickly as we can. But there have been times where, you know, it's it's overwhelming or we have a lot of things going on and we have to take care of our clients first. Um, and then we then we get to our customers. So don't be discouraged if you especially I mean we'll have people reach out and say, I'm thinking about moving in three months. Okay, great. That's one I can definitely call tomorrow. Because they're three months out, as opposed to the, you know, I got a job offer. I got to be in Florida in a week for this new job. I've got to sell my house. You know, we look at that because, you know, timetables matter. And Tom, the neat thing is with people listening to you talk about us for so long and us putting it out there that reaching out to us in advance is not a bad thing, um, we have people that reach out to us now. That'll say, I'm looking in two years. I just need to know what's going on. And we and we still meet with them. We still talk with them. You know, it's nice to know if somebody's listening because I do try to emphasize that. No pressure. Just reach out if you have a question. Yeah, and we do get a lot of that. And, and you know, we may email them the same day and say, hey, that's great. Thanks for reaching out. We'll give you a call tomorrow to go over any details. And then some people, you know, we're able to do things remote. Some we end up going out to the house. But 
we're here to be a resource to you know all of our listeners here, and um, and we appreciate you all. Got a home so, of the week. I do. As I as I've made that a very long one. So um, house of the week this week is going to be six North uh, Farquhar in Union Bridge. So you know like Shrek. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I actually had to call Christina and be like, "All right, how am I going to pronounce this? Am I going to Lord, Lord Farquhar?" Farquhar. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, so it's a beautiful blend of old and new. This welcoming end unit greets you with an eye-catching curb appeal and an inviting wraparound porch. Step inside, you're greeted uh, by the living room, which is flooded in natural light and boasts stunning original hardwood floors that have recently been refinished. The gorgeous hardwoods and the original trim feature uh, lead, lead you through, and there's pocket doors. We talked about pocket doors in the past in the dining room um, there, where you can have your special gatherings, your Thanksgiving dinners. Um, your inner chef will love the updated kitchen, which boasts brand-new granite counters, 42-inch upgraded soft-close uh, cabinets, as well as Whirlpool stainless steel appliances and a center island with seating for two. A convenient half-bath and laundry room. With a brand new washer and dryer, complete the main floor. Upstairs, you'll find all three bedrooms, which offer brand new lush wall-to-wall carpeting and a full bathroom with a luxury vinyl flooring. Um, Ample storage and possibilities await in the spacious walk-up attic. The upper-level balcony is ideal for sitting out there with a good book or enjoying uh, a coffee. The manicured backyard offers a covered patio. Um, This great home also includes a detached garage, all brand new windows, You'll fall in love with this charming community and everything it has to offer and enjoy the easy access to commuter routes. If you want to see photos of this home, it's listed for $225,000. All you need to do is go to WFRE.com, look up Tom and Jay's Real Estate Podcast. You'll see all the beautiful photos there. If you like what you see, give us a call or just click on the button right there on the page and you can schedule your own personal tour. Thanks, and uh, again, thanks for tuning in. I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. Of Jay Day and the Day Home Team of Real Estate Teams with our weekly real estate podcast. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends all about it.